grab me a beer and grab him a coke We bout to sit for an hour bullshit and tell jokes And please don't mix it up cause he done sobered up Brandon T. Comedy on your social media feeds And Brandon Tess here, bitch, your ex drink your buddy Brandon Tess here, bitch, your ex drink your buddy What's going on, everybody? Welcome into another edition of Brennan Tassif is your ex-drinking buddy. I'm your host, Brennan Tassif. If you are new to the show, I'll give you a little rundown of the show. I used to be a raging alcoholic and do a lot of drugs and party a lot. And One of my favorite things to do was to hang out with buddies and talk shit, reminisce on old stories, kind of just think about the glory days. I'm sober now, coming up on three years sober, but I still, one of my favorite things to do with people is to tell old drinking stories, drug stories, getting in trouble stories. So hence the podcast, Brennan Tassif is your ex-drinking buddy. I will normally have a guest every once in a while. I will do a solo show, but for the most part, I will have guests in from all different walks of life, comedians, musicians, actors. Just people I want to hear hear some of their drinking stories. And today is no exception. I am joined by hilarious St. Augustine comic, one of the sweetest of sweet boys, one of my very good friends that I like to talk Star Wars with, Mr. Topher Matheson. What's up, man? Hey, man. What's up? Nothing. How are yep. you? Yeah. I mean, I'm here. <laughs> you are here. I'm here. Any Anytime I'm with you, 10 out of 10, good mood. Appreciate that, Every man. time. I appreciate that. Go ahead. Um... Plug everything up front, um, all your social media, if you have any dates coming up, any uh, anything crazy you got going on out in the world. Oh, man. I mean, I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I, I got nothing. You just have, uh, I know you uh, You guys do that, the Tiernog Room a lot, which we've talked about with yeah. Zach Bennett down in Daytona. That's Wednesdays at 10? Yeah, Wednesdays at 10. I haven't seen Zach in a while. Yeah. He Actually, doesn't... you've seen Zach more recently than I have. More recently than almost anyone, yeah. Yeah. He uh, go back and listen to his episode. It was yeah, real good. We, we talked about nice. all that. Yeah, we talk about all that. But um, plug all your other stuff. I know you, you're not a huge social media guy, but still, let the people know where they can find you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's just Instagram. Okay. At, at Gopher Topher. <laughs> M. Yeah, yeah. Go number four Topher M. That's go it. for Topher M, baby. That's good. That's I like it. that. That's all I got. Um. So. You are a comic. You have been doing comedy for how long now? Uh, coming on four years. Four years. Oh, God. You're so much funnier than me. You've been doing it almost more than or uh, less than half the time. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, what, uh, what kind of have you always been a fan of? Because you're into full disclosure to the listeners. You're into um, kind of some people would say like nerd shit. Like, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. You um are big into comics. Uh, I know you love movies, uh, which isn't really nerd shit, but we get into arguments almost. We get into discussions. It's happened a couple of times about like super random. Like when I say movies, I'm not talking about like the MCU, even though that is something we discuss. I'm talking about like Kubrick, yeah, like, weird out of left field, like. No, dude. I one of the things I love about you is you're someone I can have an unironic 
conversation about Starship Troopers with. Yes, a very, very <laughs> unironic. I actually just rewatched that again. Uh, I think you've yesterday. said that. I think you've said that every time I see you. I love that <laughs> movie. Like, yeah, dude. man, you know I watched much, it yesterday. You know how much I love that movie. I have it on my phone. So, like, if I'm doing stuff around <laughs> the house, what I'll do is I'll, I'll put it on. And I'll just put the audio on in my my headphones, and then I just like will do the house stuff. I, I love that movie. Yeah, the only time I've ever had a movie on a device. Like that was uh, the born identity, and this was back on like an iPod. It okay. was like a white Video iPod, iPod, yeah. And it was just this little, and I wanted to watch the born movies for the first time. So you because, watched it on that for the first time. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's like you know, my parents were all like, "Oh, you can't, you can't watch these movies," and that was the only way I was able. I was able to sneak it onto my iPod. Okay. But then the only time I tried to watch it, yeah, you know, I was climbing a mountain. <laughs> yeah the you know there was this mountain where i lived and we were hiking it and where was dad, this this was in costa rica you lived yeah. in costa rica i lived in costa rica for five years from get ages. the fuck out of here yeah did you not know this no i had no idea what you it, talk about being a chicken I, shepherd in your comedy i never knew yeah, you lived in costa yeah, rica no, yeah, yeah chicken shepherd uh it's chicken shepherding is way more of a costa rica thing than it is was there. that in costa rica yeah yeah 100 okay. yeah so wait where did you so we'll get back on. So, you, like I said, nerd, you love comics like I do. You love Star Wars like I do. Well, not as much as I do, but you still we can have an open and honest conversation about it. But wh- where did all this? I, I just assumed because one day I came back into comedy and you were there, and I was like, oh, yeah, Topher from Saint Augustine. Yeah, I thought you were new. Yeah, a lot of people did. Like <laughs> Emily Pencala told the story about how she was really pissed because she's like, why is this new guy getting booked? And then they were like. No, he was just gone for a little while. Like he's been doing this almost a decade. Yeah, this guy, this guy had to figure something out. Yeah, but um, so how you, did you move to Saint Augustine on your own, or did your parents move there? Or, I'm so interested in this now. Okay, so yeah, when I was, so my parents are missionaries. Oh my god, I didn't know that either. Yeah, dude. Well, you knew you knew my dad was a minister. At yes, least. I did know yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So you talk about you know, that. yeah, I'm the son of a preacher, man. And uh, son of a preacher, yeah, exactly. And uh, so, yeah, re- I know sometimes the audience hates when so, I do this because I'll get off track and I'll be like, No, tell me your life story, but just the Cliff Notes version, sure, sure. You're born, yeah, nine years old. I don't really remember much before Costa Rica. We lived, we lived here in Florida, yeah, in this area, okay. And uh, we're in North Florida for those listening, yeah, We've got listeners all over the country, man, all over the country, <laughs> no. I'm lying. Get me, get me back when you can say all over the world. All right, all right. No, um, shout out Diana Vandy Kemp in Ireland. (laughs) I know you're listening. Nice. Um, (laughs) go ahead. No, nine uh, years old. Nine years old. My parents are like, we're moving to Costa Rica, and I was like, what's that? And then (laughs) next thing I know, you know, I'm in Costa Rica, and I live there. You don't have a skin tone for Costa Rica. No, not at all. Not at all. I'm. I'm. I can see every vein in my arm. That's yeah, you're very. It's like it looks like a subway map. It's, <laughs> yeah, I lived there for five years, and for a six month chunk of that, we lived in Guatemala. Um, and then my dad's position in the ministry changed, and it okay. was easier for him to do like networking stuff like back here. So he moved back here around when I was fifteen, and uh, yeah. So then you move back to the North Florida area, Northeast Florida, and that's where you've just been this whole time. 
How old are you yeah. now, if you don't mind my asking? I am 24 years old. Okay, so you're yeah. still you're still a baby. Um, yeah, so but like that's that's the one thing living here has been is like I I do and say weird things that people don't understand and it's because I've completely acclimated to Costa Rican culture before I moved back. Yeah. So like I don't get foreigner treatment because they look at me and they're like, why is this guy acting weird? He has no excuse. Yeah. You know, but you're like, wait a second. All my formative years were spent in a different country. It's like, yeah, if I said all this in a Spanish accent, everybody would be like, now this makes some sense. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah. What? So where did the uh, comic book shop come into play? Because your dad owned a comic book shop, correct? Yeah. Yeah. That was a uh, that was his like lifelong dream. So he's doing the ministry yeah. thing. Gets a, a different position, so you decide to relocate to Northeast Florida, and mm-hmm. at the time you're 15, when does the comic book, is, did he buy that as soon as you moved? Had he had it, or what happened? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, this sucks. Um, he, We sold our house in Costa Rica, and he used the money from the house that he sold. Yeah. To, uh, to f- he put all of that into the comic shop business. Okay. Are you okay talking about this? Cause I know you have the joke about it, but yeah, yeah. You know how the story ends. It's yeah. okay. That's why I'm uh, like, are you, I don't <laughs> want you to like get upset or anything. No, no, not at all. It's, it's funny. It, it's funny how much I, I killed my dad's dreams. So <laughs> my <laughs> way to bury the lead. Uh, so yeah. he sells the house, uses all that money, dumps everything into this comic book shop. Everything. Was this in St. Augustine? All that extra money in the comic shop. It was on uh, County Road 210, which was also where we were living at the time. So okay. that worked out. But uh, Where? I'm not familiar. Where? Uh, it's like, it's actually the line between Jacksonville and St. Augustine. Okay, like, okay. One side of County Road 210 is like St. John's County. Across the street is St. Augustine. Okay, got it. So that's... Uh, that's around where it is, and uh, so what happens? He says, "Hey, Topher, I need you to run the shop." Yeah, well, he, uh, yeah, I guess you know he was busy with his real job, and but he was like, "I own a comic shop. It's run by my sons." You know, he's very much very proud. Yeah, that guy. He well, he wanted watch to be. Out. That's he wanted sin. to be proud, and yeah. And so I, I ran, God smited him. <laughs> I I ran that for like. A couple years, I I don't remember how long, but like in 2016, yeah. So it would have been like five years. Damn, you, know? you went from a couple to a, a pretty long time. Yeah, is five years a long time? Yeah, and, and yeah, I I would assume so. Yeah, I, well, it it went from like it it's one of those like it started in the garage, yeah, and then went to like a like a segment in a thrift store, and then our own storefront. So really, those first three years i probably forget to count because i wasn't like running a store it was like but then we just have a lot of comics in our garage for no reason (laughs) yeah Yeah. and then you get the storefront and you're on county road 210 right near the house and he goes you know what Topher, i need you to run this store and you say of course dad i would love of course i would love to and what ended up happening did it was it just slow or um no we were actually uh getting better and better we were about to like break that threshold of like you know how they say like most failed businesses end in like the first two years or whatever and it takes like three or four years to start making a profit all that kind of stuff we were about to cross that corner which is the other you know oops thing but like what yeah what happened well 
Oh God, this might be way worse than I thought. I, <laughs> well, no the the online business was like a hefty part of it too. Yeah, we did I eBay imagine. stuff. Yeah, and I couldn't keep up with it, and we kept getting like, you know, when you don't like have something or something gets sent to the wrong person. You know, I made a lot of mistakes in that area. And so oh, no. the users, but I was swamped because I was going to college at the same time. Yeah. So it was like, eventually my dad, he gave me the, he was like, are you going to do this forever? Or are you going to like go to school and do something with your life? And he was like, I straight up understand if you want out of this to pursue something else. But you're and fucking then, my dream up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, he, he would never put it that way. No, I know. He, he does not it, yeah. feel that way. I feel that way. Yeah. But yeah, I, I ended up closing it and then uh, still doing nothing with my life, but it's okay. So this, what happened to all the comics? Does your dad still have them or? Well, actually this is the part that makes me feel the least bad about it at all is, uh, you know, we, we were like, all right, well, we got to sell the store. Yeah. Just the whole store. Sell everything. Yeah. Bundle deal to some other shop, probably. Ended up trading all of our stuff to a guy for like 20 comic books. And this guy had some really, uh, really old, really awesome comic books. So, so, so my dad, while he does not have a shop or any of that money anymore, he does have a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles number one. Which, so he has like some super rare, yeah. awesome comics. Which, for those of you who do not know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles number one is like, that's really hard to find. That's one of the most sought after. What are we talking about? Like five grand, 10 grand, 20 grand? Uh, at the time, I could have told you. I, I haven't been paying attention to the. The, the market? market since hey man you laugh there's there's a no whole, there's, I, I i trust me i know there's man. a whole comic market man so what so how long ago was this that this happened that was 2016 okay and that was so also, 2016 is when it's closed that's when it closed and i started comedy like four months later did you start comedy because of everything that was happening? Like, were you like, oh, I, or have you always been a fan of comedy? Uh, well, no, no, I haven't always been a fan of comedy. I, I was a fan of Seinfeld, and that was okay. That was it. But uh, so, where yeah. did you did you Google it? Did you know Aaron and then I or? actually I knew a local comic who went to my comic shop. Who do you mind uh, saying the name or do you not? To? Not at all. Uh, Joey Nickel. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I knew Joey and Joey, you know, through the comic shop. So social media, he started posting about shows. My friends and I were looking for something to do because we live in Jacksonville and we started going and, uh, so yeah, I, eventually, uh, you know, there's nothing like seeing local comedy and then <laughs> thinking to yourself, like I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> For the listeners, uh, Mint Condition Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles number one is selling for $53,000 on eBay. That looks like a buy it now. And then there's another one for 5000 Yeah, his is probably closer to the 5000 one. Yeah, but still, that's yeah. that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, he's got that. He's got like the first appearance of Iron Man and Damn. other books like that. First Justice League number one, stuff like that. Get so, out of yeah. here. That's, yes. Yeah, so yeah, so your dad made out. That's, that's what I'm saying. Especially with the comic book boom since the Marvel yeah, Universe. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, so you meet Joey. Joey's coming into the shop because he's a big old nerd too, like the yeah. rest of us. 
And then you kind of are just like, oh, I can do this. And then you just – did you do a lot of writing before? Because um, last week we had CJ Couch on who – I don't know if you've ever met him. He's a newer comic. He runs the CBD Cafe. That's the okay. room that he started. But it was interesting because we had a whole conversation about, you know, a lot of times when you go to your first mic or you go to try it for the first time, it's material you've been working on in your head for years. You might not even know you've been working on it, but it's just stuff that you think is funny. So was that in your case when you first tried it? Did you crush or did you bomb or were you prepared or what happened? Um, my I knew to write before. Yeah. I don't know how. But I did think to myself, like, it would be, you know, the criticism that I have when I see people go up for the first time. And I am in no place to criticize anybody. Oh, we do it all the time on this podcast. Okay. Open up, baby. But I I do, like, when you can tell they didn't write anything and they just have some things, like, their friends told them they were funny and they go up. Yeah. And then they're just talking. Yeah. And nobody, like, knows what they're talking about. You know, like, I at least, and I look back at them, they're not good, but they're not bad either. Yeah. I, I look back at them, and I'm like, honestly, if I had any of these ideas today, I'd still try it out. Yeah, absolutely. So, I came in with stuff, I, I knew to write a joke. Yeah. So, and did you crush? What Do you remember what your first mic was? I do. It was at uh, Hourglass. Okay, I remember uh, Hourglass. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't crush... I was definitely nervous. Uh, Which no one would be able to tell because your mannerisms are all the same. <laughs> Always. I, yeah. Yeah. That's that's the coolest thing about I've me. I've seen you I'm go up hammered everywhere. and I've seen you yes. go up like completely sober. I'm like, same show. Yeah. <laughs> same guy. Well, look, man, I'm a professional. That's... <laughs> no, I... <laughs> For those of you listening who have maybe not seen Topher, his material is it's like I cheat. I use a lot of like boisterous, like yelling and like getting in the crowd's face. Right. It's, it's, a yeah. che- it's a cheat. It's a it's a tactic. I, I mean, use, not though. if you're good at it. Yeah. And I, I try to because I'm an intense guy. I try to with my storytelling. I try to port, portray that to the audience. But you none of that. You are a very prolific writer. Uh, some of the stuff you come up with, I'm just blown away by. A lot of the stuff you come up with, I'm blown away by. But you don't – there's not a lot of movement. There's not a lot of ye- – there's no yelling. There's just – you're just like, I don't care if the crowd's listening or not. It's yeah. da-dun, da da and then boom, you get the laugh. And it's it's something to behold, especially because I'm such the opposite of that. Yeah. So I, I, just, I know I you're only, weird because of the compliment. But. I only bomb 50% of the time. <laughs> but – your material, like that MLK bit that you had, that's still one of my favorite jokes, the domino stuff, but yeah. it's just, it's so cool to watch because sometimes the crowd will start getting rowdy and, and like, to be honest with you in my heart, I'm like, fuck, like, I don't know if he's right. going to be able to get the room. Cause you I have the same thought Yeah, oh, every, <laughs> every single time because in my head, I'm like, shit, like, like if the crowd's rowdy and I'm up there, like I'll start yelling at people, like getting their attention, like getting their fate. But you won't, you don't do, I shouldn't say you won't, but I've never seen you do any of that. But the, mm-hmm. the super cool thing though, is that like people will realize like, Oh, like if we want to hear what he's saying, we have to kind of quiet down and then you'll hit him with something and then everyone will laugh. And I'm like, how the fuck did he do that? I feel like you're talking about like rain dogs, like, 
before before this just COVID. happened at veterans like two Did days this ago happen at veterans this just happened at veterans that happened yeah where you kind of oh, where man. you got like because everyone like because the first couple sets you know weren't the best in the world and everyone was kind of talking and people were walking in like ordering beers and stuff and right. from where i was standing in the back i was like like shit man and then when you got up there, though, it was where I was in the back, like I said, because people are milling about and the table right behind me would not shut the fuck up. And I was like, damn, man. And then you hit him with the, that first block that you were going to do and everyone started laughing. And then the table behind me got quiet because they're like, oh, well, if everyone else is laughing, like, what are we missing? So then everyone kind of got quiet. And I was like, he just took entire control of this room without raising his voice at all. Uh, yeah, man. Which I I cool. also don't know how I do that. You know, that's <laughs> so you um you go and you do your first open mic, and then did you fall in love with comedy, or were you just no kind no, of? No, like... no. After the second time, I was like, I don't need to do this. Oh, really? Yeah, because you know, I I my first scent went okay, and the only reason I ended up doing I wouldn't say the only reason. There's a lot of like reasons, but. The reason that night that I, I wasn't going to go up and Joey was like looking for parking. He was like, Hey, can you go in and write my name down? Yeah. I'm about to find a spot. And I was like, yeah, sure. I went in, I wrote his name down and then he was like, cool. Did you write your name down too? And I was like, no. And he went, what are you chicken? Oh, wow. And he hit me with that chicken. And that was like, just the, <laughs> like the last that's, I'm not like a macho guy that cares about stuff like that, but that was like the last little, just do it, dude. Yeah. Just that last, you already know that you kind of want to. Yeah. So you know what they say? Madness. Yeah. It's like, gravity. exactly. Just takes a little push. Actually. Yeah. The way that Joey put it is he's like, look, man, if you're thinking about stand up, then I'm just going to tell you something that every serial killer already knows. Eventually, you just got to do it. Yeah. So, I, so my first set was was fine. You know, it was, uh, but it was still hourglass. So it's like I didn't really know how well I did because it was like low energy, a few people, yeah, just kind of chuckling at whatever. Um, second set is still probably the worst set I've ever had. Really? Yeah. Where was this? Oh, uh, I love this, bomb stories. Uh, this was at... Uh, I don't know if it counts because you were still so new, but I still Yeah, yeah. Hearing. I mean, it it was... Um, what? What? Where was that? It was at one of Joey's shows. Okay. And I wasn't on it. I was just there to watch the show. It was one of those when Joey was putting on shows in like pizza restaurants. Yeah, yeah. The Comedy Super Friends thing before it was yeah. Comedy Super Friends. Yeah, but this was like a place like way out like... Green Cove Springs. Further north. No, like oh, way further? further north. This oh, was wow. uh, some other pizza shop that I don't know how anybody found because it wasn't next to anything. It was like way out. But uh, So you went there yeah. to support and they asked you to do five? And Joey asked me if I wanted to. And again, kind of like the time before, it was like, well, why don't I just start saying yes to things? I'm a no person, Brandon. Yeah. I'm a you no person both. most Default of the time. Default to no, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I, I went up and like, I did those jokes and like two new ones and all of them absolutely zero the entire time. No chuckles, no grin, yeah. nothing just Yeah, that was also the only time I have ever performed in shorts. Oh. And so I have Yeah, cuz when you walked uh, in yeah. I was like, "Hey, there's a mic tonight." You go, "I'm wearing shorts." That's yeah, dude, like a... I I forgot there was a mic. Who knows? Maybe I'll break the streak. We'll see. <laughs> Not at this place you won't. <laughs> <laughs> We're all gonna bomb. 
But you just might bomb in shorts. <laughs> yeah, all right. You know what? I'll go bomb in shorts. Who cares? Um, it's COVID. It's the end of the world. Whatever. <laughs> Who gives a shit? Uh, so after you do that, you said then you were pretty much done. You thought to yourself, yeah. like, I don't need to do this again. I I honestly don't remember why I went back the third time. Okay. Like, it, I couldn't tell you how I got from bombing that night to where I am now. That's, that's like a blank spot in my mind for some reason. See, and that's so fascinating to me because most of the people I have on the podcast are psychos about comedy. Like I am, you know, like this yeah. is life. This is all I have. I'm too broken to do any kind of normal job. Like this is this is it. And then I've had a few people on, and Dan Venti was a great episode. We talk about, like, you get to a point, because he had done, he was doing comedy out west for, like, nine years. And he got to a point where it's like, yeah, I'm doing a lot of these local shows, and I, I'm kind of in the scene. Like, and everyone knows me in the scene. Right. But it, do I want to keep doing this. I'm in a great relationship. I'm happy. Like, I could, you know, move somewhere, get a regular job, like, buy a house, start a family. He was at the same crossroad I was at with the comic shop. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And so it's it's interesting because the people I think of when they talk about stuff like that, I always think like, oh, well, they're just like they're obviously not going to be comics because you have to have like some sort of psycho drive in your head. But thank God I'm doing this podcast because I'm learning more and more that that's not the case. Like, well, I mean, it might be. I'm not famous. But you, that's true. <laughs> yeah. But as far as being funny on stage, like sure. Dan blows sure. me out of the water. Right. And he's very much like, yeah, I just do it every once in a while now. And you, like I said, your writing makes my storytelling look like dog shit. And again, I don't say that to like make you uncomfortable. I'm just saying like with my stories, like I said, most of it is like my act outs and my yelling and my mannerisms and stuff. And for you, it's just like, no, these these are the words. And if you listen to the words, you're going to laugh. And so but for you to say like, "Ah, I don't really need to do this anymore. And then fast forward four years, now you're headlining a lot of shows in the area, like the local shows and stuff. It's it's mind blowing to me. You just you just kind of just kept doing it. Yeah. Well, well, the first I'll say like the upside slash downside, like the downside to my thing and the upside to yours. Yeah. Where I lose and you win is you're less likely to lose bits to people. Yeah. That's I I've I've lost a couple and it's always good ones obviously because I I always lose them to someone you know like I lost uh I lost one to Mulaney. Ugh, that was a rough week. Yeah, yeah, but like, you but know, see, that's, that's, the other, that's yeah, not going to happen to you telling your stories. Yeah, because I tell about, stories. You're talking things about that things happen. that happen to you. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that's yeah, a, that's that's, that's a feather be in your cap, my friend. Yeah, because you, because with your writing and stuff, it's very much, it's very prolific. But that means other, like you're not the only one who's thought of that. Yeah, and, and I I come up with those all the time where I'm like, there's no way, but there's no way to search. Like I'll search YouTube or Google to see if like any famous people have done it. Yeah, and if I can't find it, I'll I do it. But I always have in the back of my mind. There's some other comic at my level doing this exact right same now. joke yeah. somewhere in this country. Yeah. So you that's know, oh my god, that's it's, it's so there's interesting. There's a race factor that. to that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, I mean, like you know, like a running race. Yeah. No, like, I know what you meant. It was yeah. just funny the way it came out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's so awesome that you say that because there are certain times where, like, I I've had a conversation with uh, Daisy Tackett about this, who's been on the podcast, but. 
we were talking about comics in New York and stuff. And she goes, yeah, she goes, Brendan, I'm just going to let you know a lot of, the, I think she said it on the show. She goes, a lot of those comics talk about being sober and AA and like, that's a big talking point for comics up North. And you know, I have a lot of material about yeah. that. And then I said, okay, that's fine. Because then I can just talk about slicing my own face open. I was like, yeah. no, nobody has. That. I guarantee you, nobody has that story. It would be, it would be the most insane thing ever if I, like, if I for some reason visited New York and I saw a comic go up and he's like, yeah. So I used to be in football and I cut my face at a party to scare people. And then the coach was like, we need that kind of intensity on our team. I'd be like, oh shit, Brennan, Brennan's gonna what? kill somebody. <laughs> This isn't parallel thinking anymore. This is parallel living. Yeah. There's another one. There's another one. But uh, it's very interesting to me the whole – because, like, that's just – that blows my mind with you being like, I couldn't tell you how I got – so you just kept – obviously, you just kept doing it, and then – Yeah, I mean, it was probably – I mean, I had a ride. I rode with Joey for a lot of them, so it was like – it wasn't taking anything from me to do it okay so you were almost just like kind of there and you just kept going up yeah and then i mean like part of the reason that i did it in the in the first place was because like i wanted to make movies that was like my childhood dream okay and in high school i tried to make a movie with all my friends did you really i really did i wrote a whole screenplay it is dog shit but please tell I, me you filmed this and it's on YouTube or something. I filmed some of it, but here is the thing is this movie. I was working on this for like two years, like having written, having casted all my friends be like, it's your Guys, let's make yeah. this movie. And for two years, people uh, like dilly dallied and like, we're like, Oh, I can't today. Oh, I got grounded. Oh, this, that, the yeah. other, you know, when you ask someone, do you want to be in a movie? They always go. Yes. hundred yeah. uh, percent. Everyone is going to do that. Yeah. And then when you're like, all right, do you want to shoot on this day? You don't, you don't get anybody. Yeah. Try, so, it's the same right. thing with the podcast. People right. will come up to me and be like, Hey man, I want to be on your podcast. When can I get on the podcast? And then I'll text them and it's, you know, crickets or it's like, oh, that doesn't work for me. Or that's, and yeah, it's like, exactly. all right, fine. Then you're not going to yeah. be on the podcast. So like I did that. I had that horrible experience. And eventually I was like, all right, so I can't make my movie because like people had graduated and like moved away. Oh, and man. I was just like, and it was, of course, it was the people I had already like started filming that I had filmed and the people that cared the most. So I was just like, whatever. And then I had, like, one buddy who was the director. I just wrote it. Yeah. And he was directing it, and he was like, well, maybe you and I can work on something, just you and me. And I was like, cool. And so we started filming sketches. Okay. And, you know, we thought we were funny. We weren't, but we thought we were. (laughs) And so we made sketches that we thought were funny. And then there was a falling out in that group of, like, four dudes somehow. And eventually I just said like, all right, so working with people obviously doesn't work. So yeah. stand up was something that I looked at and I was like, I can do that all by myself. Yeah. And that's, I, that's actually one of the, big that's how I ended too. up there. Yeah. Yeah. So that's okay. That's so interesting. That's bananas. And you're not, so a lot of the people we've had on the podcast don't really drink that much. Um, so it's kind of interesting because you do not shy away from boozing you love it I, it's I like do. 
You, I do. I don't look like I no, do. No, you but don't, do. which is why it's so fun because I remember going to Rain Dogs pre-pandemic or like even sometimes now, and we're going to get into the story about the Daytona show, but where <laughs> yeah. I'll see you and like just, you'll get like a big grin on your face. And I'm like, all right, who gave Topher a beer? Yeah. Like what's going on here? Yeah, that's something that Daisy kept saying there, which it's funny you brought up Daisy. I talked to her today, actually. Oh, okay. I love Daisy. But yeah, she kept saying... At Rain Dogs, she'd be like, who keeps giving Topher beer? Yeah. Like every week. <laughs> because I remember, it's just, it's a lot of fun because like you said, you're not like a, a bro dude or like a macho, you're not no, coming not in like, all. let's do yeah. shots. You're just real, you know, inconspicuously like in the back, just drinking on a beer and then you'll walk up and you'll be like, hey guys. Yeah. Well, <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, I spend a lot of time in my brain. Yeah. And so, you know, I, Drinking's like, all right, let's. That's like when you're like in your bedroom and you're like, I'm tired of my bedroom being like this, and you rearrange everything. Yeah, yeah, that's what drinking. <laughs> Yo, trust me, <laughs> yeah. I know. I, I I say it all the time. I had to. It it helped. It's the biggest thing to help quiet all the fucking noise. Exactly. But then eventually, for me, because I, you know, you drink like a normal person. I drink like a psycho, and it eventually stopped working. But uh, the thing I definitely want to talk about. So we were at Rob Roick's room. Um, yeah, the hideout. Hideout Lounge yeah. in Daytona Beach, right off of Derbyshire. If anybody's listening in Daytona, go check that place out every third Saturday of every, the month. Yeah, I think every third Saturday is the showcase. Yeah. And that show is consistently good. Yeah, it's a it's good a, show. It's always fun. And I went down there because Marcus was closing out. It was last month or two months ago now. And yeah. so I was like, oh, I'll go down there. Like, I happen to have that Saturday off from work. So I was like, I'll go down there and see what's going on. So we go down there, we're all hanging out and little running a little late. In <laughs> comes Topher. And I turn and I see you and you just opened your arms up with this big old smile. And I was like, Okay, so Topher's been drinking. <laughs> yep. And I gave you a hug and then I sat down and you leaned in and you go, Hey. Hey man. And I was like, What's up what's up, Topher? And you go, I just puked all over my shoes. <laughs> And right as you said that, Rob was like, ladies and gentlemen, your next comedian coming to the stage, Topher Matheson. And I was like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> All right. Do you, do you want context? Yeah, I want to know what you want happened. my side of the story? Okay. So I was not supposed to be on that show. Yeah. I was, uh, I had my cousin over and we were in my apartment and we were throwing them back, just chilling. I'm like, yeah, man, I got nowhere to be. And then we're just drinking a lot. And then uh, I get a phone call from Rob and I answer the phone. I'm like, what's up? Yeah. And, you know, I and Rob's like, hey, man, I had a dropout. Do you want to come and do some time? I should have said no, you know. Yeah. Because I was very drunk. But instead, I was like, hell yeah, man, I'll come do some time. And then <laughs> as soon as I hung up the phone, I turned to my cousin. And I was like, we have to stop drinking right now. Like, I can't even finish this beer that I started because I have to drive in an hour. Oh, my so God. So I'm sitting there. I'm like doing the sober up tricks. Yeah. Which for me is just sitting there <laughs> and waiting it out. I, I don't have any tricks. But yeah. And then it was like, oh, well, we ordered a pizza. That should help. Yeah. Pizza got there. I ate the pizza. I'm. I stand up. I'm still like all dizzy. Wobbly. Yeah, and I was like, guys, I don't have a choice. I, <laughs> I gotta go puke. 
So uh, I thought you were going to say I don't have a choice. I have to do the show. But I mean, that's the same thing. Yeah, like, yeah both. Yeah. Both. Yeah. I, See, you are committed. I, I went to the bathroom. Well, I'm, I'm committed to friendship. I, yeah. I made Rob a promise. Uh, I go into the bathroom and I make myself puke, which was way easier than I thought it would be. Because <laughs> it was the only time I've ever done that. Oh, really? And then it. Oof. When it, I used to it drink, went, I used it to went everywhere. Yeah. It went everywhere. Projectiles. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. Get all that loose liquid in your belly. I got it all over my shoes, and then I just walked out, and I was like, "Let's go." I left all the vomit in the bathroom. I was oh, like, "Oh, you I, son of a bitch!" I was. I didn't have time. I left all the vomit on my shoes. I didn't even wipe off my shoes. I didn't have enough time, so I, that's why I was late. I was like trying to get ready i'm glad you got there safely yeah 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 i was i was feeling all right by the time i was on the road but yeah yeah but it's just full circle you get you say that to me and then you go on stage and i'm like he's gonna eat a dick like this is gonna be horrible you did great with same set i don't yeah same thing you always remember just yeah well it was just like one of those things where it's like you get up there there's same kind of pat, same every, and it's like, oh my god, like the fuck. Because <laughs> when yeah. I used to get drunk and go on stage, I would do like one setup, then another punchline, and then I'd do like <laughs> an Arnold impression for like ten minutes when I was only supposed to do seven minutes in the first place, and it was, it was a mess. But you got up there, and <laughs> didn't even know what was going on, and you're just like, so I used to be a chicken shepherd. Yeah, this is my life. <laughs> Oh, it was great. Yeah, dude. I, I, I did my best. You uh speaking of drinking and driving, you did tell me before we started that you had almost gotten a DUI. Oh yeah, yeah. This is fucked up. So uh I'm at uh, this is a night that I went to Tiernanog. Okay. Right. So I'm always there super late because I just enjoy hanging out with yeah. everybody. So it's like three AM before I before I leave to Holy go shit. home. Here's the thing. I I had had two beers, only two beers, like, when I got there. So yeah. that was at, like, five hours before. Ten, yeah. yeah. So I'm not drunk. I was a little high, but, but I was fine. Yeah. I was fine. I was comfortable driving. The thing that I had underestimated was how tired I was. Okay. So I'm driving home. I almost make it home. And what's I'm, the drive from Tiernanog to your house? What, it's from uh, like 15 minutes, 30 minutes. Oh, it's like an hour. Oh, it is still an uh, hour. And, okay. and I go on like US one the whole time. Okay. Uh, just straight from Daytona to downtown San Augustine. Okay. That's where my apartment is. Yeah. And I'm, I'm driving and I start to get drowsy and swerves start happening but I'm like, I'm still awake. This is fine. And then at some point when I'm like getting like, I'm with, I'm like five miles away from home. Yeah. There's like a, a one of those blinks that was like longer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like a legitimate doze that off. That shit's so scary, man. Woke up, red light, car in front of me. I hit the brake and I make it just enough. I break just enough that the whiplash Sends my car to just nudge the guy and then like backs off. Yeah. So like so I, you were right. Like you, you made it though. Like you, I made it. Yeah. But I did technically bump him. You gave him a little kiss. Yeah. Guy comes out. He did not want to kiss from me. He gets out. He's, he's like, what are you doing? Are you high? 
And I was like, that's his first go to. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, no, but I was earlier. Uh, but <laughs> no, he, <laughs> this guy's all like, what are you high? He's out of his car and he's like, you're swerving all over the road and I'm just so sleepy and I'm just sitting there. I'm like, I'm not going to say anything to him. Yeah. You know? And then he, uh, a cop pulls up behind me. Oh, what bad timing. And yeah, and then the guy starts talking to the cop, and then she was so wait, like, "This guy knew yeah. you. This guy saw you swerving." Yeah, he was just the car in front of me for like a while. Okay, so he yeah, so he's like looking in his rearview, like, "Look at this fucking guy." Yeah. Okay. Exactly. And then I hear the only part of their conversation I hear is the cop saying, "Like, yeah, I noticed he was swerving too when he drove by," and I was like, "Oh shit." Yeah. So the cop comes to me, and she's all like, "Yo." What's the deal, man? What's going on? What's the deal? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. What's the deal with getting a DUI when you're not drunk? Uh, she was she was asking me all these questions, and the question that they ask you is, have you had anything to drink tonight? Yeah. And I was like, I had two beers like six hours ago, which I didn't know was the most commonly used line I by drunk people. I had two beers like forever ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah so... She didn't believe me at all, and she was like, you need to wait for... Uh, I'm just a trooper. You need to wait for a constable to get here. And, yeah. Uh, you know, she was basically like, hey, you need to wait for the arrest police to get here. Yeah, that's... And I was yeah. like, shit. So this guy comes Because the troopers up, don't do any of that stuff. They, yeah, not at all. They just, you know, are annoying. And the <laughs> <laughs> so the other cop gets here, and eventually other cops show up, too. Always. Uh, they always, always fucking do that. Always do that. I used to, I actually had a, 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 I, an old bit about this where it was like, I think being a cop is boring. You ever see one car pulled over and then five cop cars behind it? That's one cop pulling someone over for speeding and then four other cops going, hey, what's he got going on? Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a great bit. Yeah. That's, uh, oh, maybe I'll bring that one back. But uh, I always, yeah. um, when I got my, Every time I've I've been arrested eight times and every time it's for some reasons, I understand why there's overkill. Like, I understand why they're calling sure. back up for, you know, the reason I was arrested. Like if the car is full of drunk people. Well, no, no, yeah. no. I'm talking about like I'm like at a bar in a fight, like screaming at cops, oh, like sure. slamming yeah. my head into things, yeah, breaking shit. Then I get back up. I get it. Yeah. But like my first DUI, like I literally had gotten. I was coming home from a bar with a girl and I was like turned to her, talking to her, like trying to like make my move and the light turned green and I didn't notice it because I was talking to the girl. My head is turned and then I look up and I go, oh shit. And I started to go. I get lit up because they saw me wasted coming out of the bar. So they were just waiting. They uh, have to have a reason to pull you over. Right. Like being stopped at a green light. Too. Exactly. Yeah. So they can't just be like, oh, we pulled him over because we thought he was drunk. Like they like you have to be swerving or you have you yeah. have to have a reason for the traffic stop. So. They, but they pull me over and I'm, you know, I'm like, yeah, you got me. Like, I'm, I'm dead to rights. Like, yeah, I'm hammered. Like, you knew I was hammered. But then when I go to get out of the car, I turn, there's like six cop cars. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, this seems excessive Dude. now. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, for me, little drowsy old me. Yeah. In car by myself. Yeah. They didn't need that. There were, there were three, there were three cops. I'm lucky that the one that showed up first was the one that showed up first. Cause this guy, he walks up to the car. He does the same questions that the other yeah. cop did to assess his own situation and then he was like all right man i'm gonna be honest with you that guy thinks you're drunk she thinks you're drunk i think you're drunk but i'm gonna be honest with you i really don't give a shit 
Oh, really? And so he was like, I'll tell you what. You put your car in that parking lot, you have a friend come get you, and you can go home. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, so he says that. So, But wait a second. If you would have blown, it would have came back way under the I legal know. limit. See, this is the funny thing is I wasn't even drunk, but here was, here was my attitude. I was like, all right, this is a weird situation. It seems like the solution is... I, I am tired anyway, which you shouldn't be driving when you're this tired. Anyway. Yeah. That's- so I was like, all right. So the situation is if I don't, I'm already out. If I don't say anything else, uh, Nick, my roommate, another comic. Yeah. Hilarious very comic. funny dude. Yeah. Love him to death. Nick can come get me and take me home. We're like five miles from our apartment anyway. Yeah. I was like, all right. So this thing, worst case scenario, you can even this walk cop, at this point. This cop gave me an out. I'll take it. Yeah. So. He uh, he escorts me to the parking lot, and he's like, you got someone to call? And I call Nick. I explain the situation, and Nick's you like- You say, hey, Nick, these fucking dumbass pigs think I'm <laughs> drunk. Come get nah, me. I was just like, hey, man, they, yeah, you know, whatever. And Nick- <laughs> That's what you said? That's, that's He's a- like, I'll be right there. Yeah, he knew exactly what was going on. I told him if I ever say, hey, yeah, whatever, he's like, oh, the shit, that means he got pulled over. No, um, Shit's going down. <laughs> so Nick's like, I'm on a, on my way. So this is when the two other cops decide to come and talk to me, and they come and talk to me, and they're just like, uh, you know, what are you doing driving like an asshole when you're drunk? You know, they start berating me yeah. and like yelling at me about shit. That I'm not doing. And I'm just sitting there not drunk and I'm just taking it. Yeah. Like whatever. Oh my God. And then they were. And then here's the thing that Nick, while I love him to death and he's my best friend, he is never on time for anything. And so it eventually inspired it you, Nick. I, it's just the truth. He eventually wasn't making it soon enough that the cops thought I was trying to get away with something. And they were like, you know we can't leave until your friend picks me up. I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm frustrated. He's not here also. And they're like, let me call him. And they called him. Nick didn't pick up. And they were so like. So now it literally looks like you've like lied. Yeah. So this one cop is like, tell your fucking friend Nick if he's not here in 10 minutes, you are going to jail. And I was like, fuck. And then eventually Nick saw the missed call and he calls me back and he's like, yeah, man. I mean, I just left the house. And I was like, are you? F- yeah. Oh, Oh, my God. So the only thing that saved me was the other cop, the one that, like, wasn't the cool cop. He wasn't an asshole cop. He was kind of in the middle. He was frustrated with me, but he was like. So, wait, was the woman cop? She left. She left. Oh, she had already left. Yeah, she was a trooper. She just left. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did say that. Yeah, they don't let women handle shit like that. (laughs) Hey, jokes, jokes. Yeah, that was such a joke. That uh, was definitely not. No, it's not... getting clipped way before you say jokes, jokes. That was a joke. That was definitely not something that I honestly believe at all. You can say all you want. Most everyone <laughs> only watches the clip. They don't listen to the whole thing. Uh, <laughs> oh, fuck. So, uh, whatever. You know, people no, can think that about me. Uh, so. <laughs> So there's three cops, cool cop, asshole cop, and then. Yeah, and then the guy in the middle says, call a cab. Yeah, do something. And he Get watched, an Uber. Do he something. watched me call a cab. So they're like, this cab is coming. Nick gets there before the cab does. And uh, yeah, and then I got to go home. But it really was like, I got yelled at for being drunk the most. This is the most I'd ever yelled at for being drunk 
and I wasn't even drunk. God, that's so frustrating to hear. I know. It, it was annoying, man. I just kept sitting there. Like, I really wanted to say, like, I'm not even drunk. But then I was like, I didn't want to push anyone's buttons. Yeah. No, you know? you're kind of. It's weird because you're kind of stuck in that situation where it's like, even if I'm in the. And I learned this the hard way by being arrested. Even if you're technically right, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like I, I've told, the, I think yeah. I've told this story before, but like I had a, a woman, uh, doesn't matter if she's a woman. I had a cop in no, South Florida. <laughs> Just since you said that now it's on top of mind. I had a cop <laughs> in South Florida. Yeah. We were having a big party. Cops got called. She bangs on the door. I'm pre-law. So I think I know everything there is to know about law. And she goes, well, we're coming in the house and we're going to ID everyone in there. And if there's kids drinking underage, whoever's name is on the lease is going to jail. So he snapped and I go like, you're not coming into my fucking house without a warrant. Because in my head, I'm like, technically, I am correct in the sense that unless you have probable cause, you can't just walk into my home. So right. technically, I'm right. But it doesn't fucking matter. No, yeah. Like, no. I still got arrested and I got arrested for something that got thrown out. But it didn't like it doesn't. The night is still over. This is this is something whenever whenever guys want to say like you know like oh but you were in the right I'm like yeah but once it if I fight it and we're in a court who is gonna who's really who's, winning though? who's everyone gonna believe well not only yeah that's a hundred percent true but not only that but it's like was it worth it like yeah you could have just kept your mouth shut it's the yeah. same thing happens working in a restaurant and I know you know this from the shops like customer service it's like for sure. You could tell someone something 10 times and then they'll come back and say, hey, this is wrong with it. And you'd be like, yeah, I, I told you that. No, you didn't. Yeah, yeah, I did. Exactly. No, you didn't. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. You get a one star review on Yelp. Like in my case, they call talk to a manager. They call corporate. And yep. it's like now I'm in the wrong. It's like, but I'm not wrong. Like I was right. fucking right. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's happened to me a couple times at my current job. I, I have two one star reviews just because uh yeah, I, I have a hard time answering stupid questions. Yeah, and we're so oh, like DUI story gives me anxiety, especially because the whole yeah. time I'm thinking you're wasted and you got away with it, but you weren't. You weren't even drunk, so that's why it's like super right. Yeah, yeah. That's where yeah. do you um where do you work at now? Do do you want to say or no? No, yeah, I, I work in another comic shop. I know that's why it's so yeah. funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I work in another comic shop from someone whose son isn't a disappointment, <laughs> and. I, Tax for days, baby. Tax for days. It, it's uh, it's pretty, it's pretty chill. It's a ten minute walk from my apartment. It's uh, that's actually that's the best part of my life. If you want to increase your life by like your quality of life, yeah, your quality of life by like thirty percent, work somewhere that's within walking distance from your house. It's the best. Yeah, yeah, that's got to be awesome because you can just be like, oh, I got to be at work. I can wake up like fifteen minutes before I have to be there. I don't wake up. Uh, earlier than ten thirty every day. What time do you open the shop? Eleven. Oh wow! See, that's great. Yeah, you can't beat that. Not at all. Not at all. My life, my life is pretty good right now. So, um, I can't believe you. The one star reviews, though, that was over dumb shit. I yeah, know. it's uh, it's questions like this is a popular thing. Is people will walk in and they'll ask something like I don't even remember which specific thing it was, but they'll walk in and be like, do you have Spider-Man? And here's the reason that that's a stupid question is <laughs> there are comic books, statues 
action figures, all kinds of stuff. Mythical Mountain, check it out. No, but it's there's all kinds of stuff in there. So when somebody says, like, hey, do you have just the name of something? Yeah. I go, like, well, what are you looking for? And they go, anything? And then I just, I have to take a moment. They're like, where's where's anything Spider-Man? I'm like, anything Spider-Man is all over the store. Yeah. I can't I can't break away from the counter and give you a tour. You know, like just <laughs> like if you tell me action figure, Spider-Man action figure, I'm like, I know exactly where that is. But if you say, I want to see every Spider-Man you have in this place, I'm like, no. No. Yeah. <laughs> like I can't do that. Like And then uh, you get a one star review on Yelp. Yeah, one time a guy walked in. He didn't even ask a question. He just looked at me and said, Jeff Goldblum. And I was like, You talked about this on stage. Yeah, didn't I you? did talk about this yeah, on stage once. This guy was just like, Jeff Goldblum. And I was like, What about him? He was like, Ugh. Like, he was put out that I had a follow up. He was like, Where is Jeff Goldblum? <laughs> and all of a sudden, You have to bring this back. All of a sudden, the whereabouts of Hollywood icon <laughs> Jeff Goldblum is on me. It's like, Dude, I don't even know the guy. <laughs> And it turns out, (laughs) no, this is is the part. I'll finish the bit. This is the part that kills me. This is the part is he looked in the (laughs) store. He finds a Jeff Goldblum action figure from like Jurassic Park or something. And he was like, see? And now I'm annoyed because I know that he left that interaction thinking this works. (laughs) I will definitely be doing this more places. Just going in and just saying two words like he's gonna go into kfc and be like colonel sanders you know like yeah i don't know anyway that's how the thought went jeff goldman i forgot about that bit that's so funny um so you do we could do in a whole podcast and the next time you come on we will about jaws you do have some interesting takes speaking of comic books and nerds and idiot people what you just wrote down Jaws, so I yeah, didn't know. yeah. Well, most most of the time when I get drunk, uh, usually with my cousin, it's just me uh, talking about the Jaws franchise for a very long time. Okay, so that's like one of your drinking habits. What about yeah. everyone on this podcast knows mine is like watching movies or taking shots alone to burn notice. Right. Yeah. Yours is Jaws. <laughs> burn notice, really, yeah. man? You still watch that? I've seen every episode like ten times. Uh, oh wow! Yeah, no. I t- it's that's, a tag in some yeah, of my for bits sure. for sure. Oh. Is it? Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> so what about, why is it when you get drunk you want to discuss Jaws? What about Jaws? I don't know. I don't know. Are you I a think, super fan or do you hate it? Do you no, have I love, of it? I love Jaws. Uh, the The whole franchise is fascinating to me because like, like okay, Jaws 1. Masterpiece. We can okay. all agree. Jaws 1. Yeah. One of the greatest movies of all time. Every time I watch it, I feel fulfilled. It, it's a great movie. It is a great movie. It's a great movie. The second one, it's a follow-up. It, it, it's it, no T two when it comes to sequels. It, exactly. It's not. It's not reinventing the wheel, but it's got some fun stuff in it. And then you know the third one is like really, really, really bad. Like yeah. it's really bad. Well, but it's in 3D. That's true. So that's the, you know, you get to laugh at bad 3D. And then the fourth one is just as bad, but there is uh, 
a character in it that's a comedic relief. He's this uh, this Jamaican guy, and he's the greatest thing ever. I watched that movie just for him. Yeah. And then uh, Jaws 5, uh, I don't believe that anybody has actually ever seen. I was going to say, I didn't even realize they made a fifth one. Yeah, see, that's the thing. I think I have a theory that absolutely nobody in the world has seen Jaws 5. Well, we're going to hear about it. The listeners yeah. are going to write in. Yeah, and I've uh, I've been thinking, I think this is why I like to talk about it when I'm drunk, because I have a pitch for Jaws 6 Okay. that I get into when I'm drunk, and if I'm drunk, it's at least, it doesn't sound like I'm sincerely trying to push it, even but though I are. do sincerely want to see this Jaws movie. Yeah. Yeah, the, the idea is Jaws in space. Okay. Yeah, Jaws in space, Give right? me the elevator pitch. Right? You, okay. All right. You got astronauts. They're on a moon base. Yeah. They have to get to another moon base to go home. But there's this space shark just <laughs> floating around. And this is like some space shark god, right, that has a telepathic connection to all the sharks back on Earth. So it remembers the propane tank, the power line, the dynamite, whatever the fuck they did in Jaws 5. It remembers <laughs> It remembers all of that. So this space shark is out for blood, yes or no? Yes, I'm in. Right? 100%. Yeah, 100%. Please tell me you say this whole pitch on stage. I have never said any of this on stage. That is a fantastic bit, I think. Yeah. Yeah, Hear I, me out, guys. <laughs> Hear me out, guys. Space sharks. So uh, another thing you like to do when you get drunk is not only talk about Jaws, but you did just write down women's clothing. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> I right. said, don't tell me anything. Say it on the podcast. Okay, so apparently this is a move that I do. This is So Jaws is like if I'm drunk with friends. Uh, the women's clothing thing is it's only been like a couple times where – I'll go home with someone and I'm drunk and I just raid their closet in front of them. Okay. And I just put their clothes on and I think I'm being cute and funny. Two times it was like, oh, whatever, this is funny. Two times they were like, get the fuck out of my Oh, oh my God, are you serious? No, I, I never got sent home over it, but they were like, seriously, please stop doing this. Oh, so they got like, like, like you're being like, one of them was so and... upset. I thought I was like, am I about to find a body in here? Like, what's... <laughs> yeah, but so what? Yeah. You just get there and you're like, where's your closet? And you just start going. Oh, I don't it? have to ask. I know where it is. Yeah. It's I, I just walk in. I'm like, oh, there's clothes. And then I just start putting them on. And and you're yeah. you're a little you're petite. So you could probably fit into some of that. Yeah. I, I've never had a problem fitting into a bra. Yeah. So twice <laughs> it was kind of like, oh, ha ha ha, yeah. Topher's so cute and he's funny. Yeah. And then twice it was. I mean, they were never like into it. They j <laughs> there were just <laughs> there were just cases where someone was like, "I'll indulge this idiot." Yeah. For however long he wants to do this. Those were the nice girls. Yeah. God, I can't believe that backfired on you. Yeah, and I don't even say that sarcastic. Actually, I can, <laughs> but well, it's just one of those things where, like, if I'm with someone, like I, I discovered this the other day. A lot of these are like I met them that night, though. Okay, that's so that's, that's the kicker. Know. Okay, yeah. yeah, because I'm I'm the kind of person where like I don't like if I'm doing like a one night stand type of. Obviously, not anymore because I'm with Savannah. But before, like, if I was doing one night stand things, like I am super self conscious. So like I always try to like play it super cool. 
So yeah. the only time I ever do dumb shit, like I do dumb shit all the time now. Like I do, right. the, I'll come out of the shower. You're, you're in like yeah. a solid thing. Yeah. So like I'll come out of the shower and do the Ace Ventura thing, like the top right. of my butt, but I'm completely naked. So she just sees yeah. my butthole. Yeah. Which I think is hilarious. No, but then your there, butthole is hilarious. I yeah. Tell a joke. Yeah. And then, but then there are certain, fuck you. <laughs> there are certain things that I'll do. And she's like, like Savannah, who I've been with for years, who gets that I'm broken and I'm twisted and I have a weird sense of humor. And she'll even be like, okay, no. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. And I think she's being like almost, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I think she's being like a prude. But this happened yeah. the other day. I was with the Clam Jam, Morgan and Marcus and myself at Veterans. Legends. Legends. And But we were outside and I, I told them of this one thing that I do where, because I had the testicle surgery, so I have all, a little bit of loose skin. So I'll sure. take the skin and I like fold it up over my penis. And I think it's hilarious. <laughs> and I told them that and they both looked at me sincerely and were like, don't ever do that. No, do that. That is so hilarious. This, see, I agree. You. So this is very much, and the listeners probably like, where the fuck? I take this back that from? thing I said about them being legends. No, uh, that's awesome. So, <laughs> but this is to to bring it all the way back around. This is like you trying the women's clothing, yeah. but the balls you got to have to do it with someone you don't like. I've been with Savannah for a long time, and I still do shit where she's like, no, don't do that. So to not even really know these girls before you know yeah. you're gonna like. I think in my drunken logic. What it is, is I'm like, all right, well, they didn't bring me home because I'm good looking. You're cute. eh, We don't. I'm like, I'm not. I'm not like you don't look at me, though, and be like, this is a bring home guy. No, that's, you know, like you don't spot me from across the bar. I'm five, seven. You look right over me at the at the hot guy and me standing. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. Yeah, telling good That's ones. The douchiest thing. Ever. <laughs> oh fuck you! You got me. Yeah, I was about to burn myself, and then no. you burned me. Oh, dude, no, no, man. Yeah, Tover's being I, sarcastic. I hope. I, I, no, man. I was burning myself. No, you That's were saying what you were saying that I don't tell good jokes. No, 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 no. no. I said you, you're there telling good ones. Yeah, but you said it in that Tover tone of voice, like <laughs> go fuck yourself. See, yeah, no, this is a this is a curse I'm under. I've Nobody can tell if I'm ever serious or being sarcastic. Actually, that's a fantastic segue. Yeah. I want to get into the final story that you have. Oh, wait. The, the but Finish the bra thing. Yeah, yeah. My point was just uh, that, you know, if I'm there and I'm drunk, my thought is like, they brought me here because I'm funny. Yeah, if you can make I should them think laugh, of something funny to do. Instead of... And this is where, like... The words fail me when I'm in that situation because yeah. it's like I'm drunk and I and I'm just looking at this person that wants to do this thing and I'm just like, oh well I can't you know, I'm not gonna be a quick witted guy. I'll just put your clothes on. <laughs> like <laughs> That'll solve it. You know, it's like I'm some hack like is this anything? You know, just putting on their clothes. Yeah. Yeah. But but yeah, anyway, yeah, nobody can ever tell. If I'm being sarcastic or serious, it's it's a problem a lot of the time. Actually. Yeah. yeah, and it was a big problem. This uh, one time. This one time. In this story with no names in it. Please. Yeah, we're going to leave the names out of it. Yeah. But I do want to get your side of the story <laughs> about what happened. Well, okay. I, I, I do not. Uh, I, I'll say going in. I do not, I'm not the hero of this story. Uh, so 
I'm drunk at a comedy show, and uh, you know, I I told a guy to go fuck himself. Yep. Yep. I I flicked him off, and as I was walking away, what to, led to, to get another that? beer? You know, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm being completely honest, that night I couldn't tell you. An overarching like, you know. Th- this guy and me not being on the same page like yeah that's that's been like yeah an that's over, been a thing but yeah. it's like you know th- that but instance, that particular night you were just kinda, i you were i couldn't tell you. A good time i was and you, were... you know i was drunk enough to look at someone and be like you know that guy with a face tattoo probably isn't insane so <laughs> i flick him off and then I go to get another beer, and then as I'm walking back past him, he says, don't play with me. And then I just look at him, and I go, go fuck yourself. And then I just walk back into the comedy room, and then this guy uh, follows me back. This is the only time drinking has like really gotten me into trouble. Yeah, because that's guy, so, we yeah. talk about this on this podcast all the time, is there's certain people where... Like you just got done saying, like you can never tell if they're joking or they're serious. But then there are people where, like, if you do that to, because I'm one of those right, people. Yeah. Like, if I'm drinking and somebody fucks with me, it's like, oh no, that's not how this is gonna go. Right. But here's the thing: the other guy was not drunk, so that's 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 where he fails in the story. But he he follows me to the back. I I already like. I don't want to say like I forgot, but I already put it out of my mind. Yeah, like, you're not that even it thinking about it. Yeah. And then he just comes up to me. He's like three times my size. Both hands like just thrusts his both his arms into me with like all his strength. I fly back like four feet, hit a ladder, it falls on top of me. <laughs> and it fucking it, it it hurt. Yeah. It hurt a lot. And uh yeah, I remember as I was getting up. I asked, I was like, do you think I hurt his feelings? <laughs> I remember saying that, like, as somebody was helping me up. But after the incident, you know, like, one of our, one of my friends was like, uh, man, one day that mouth of yours is going to get you into a lot of trouble. I was like, yeah, it was today, dude. <laughs> That's another bit. Man. Like, it just happened, you man. You sneaking bits on me. It just happened. Yeah. Like, that's why we're talking. You got to bring that one back, too. You got to bring that. I remember you doing that on stage. Yeah. I don't know. I I learned something very important about myself that night, though. Something very important about myself. I learned that if you want to beat someone up and see absolutely no consequences or repercussions for it whatsoever, I'm your guy. (laughs) You can beat me up. It is hilarious how much absolutely nobody has my back whatsoever. Nobody gave a shit. Nobody gave a shit. Everybody, you know, you can you can beat me up in a room full of my friends. This has been tested, everyone. You can beat me up in a room full of my friends, and somehow people will still be more mad at me. That's, <laughs> they're like, we're so done with this sarcastic asshole. Uh, yeah, I mean, I you know. say beat up. You got pushed. I got shoved, but yeah. it fucking hurt. No, I know. It, it, it fucking yeah. hurt. It's just it's weird like, when you say beat, because yeah. like, I've yeah. been beat, like, yeah. beat up. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm not saying that that's what happened. Yeah, I'm just yeah, saying that. That's... I'm just saying, even if that did happen, people, <laughs> they would be like, people, well, keep your fucking mouth shut, Topher. Yeah, exactly. People still, 
still not give a shit. You wouldn't even have to stop at beating me up. You want to kill me? You want to kill me? Go ahead. Do it. My my friends have made it painfully clear that they don't care. You can kill oh, me. don't say that. No, no. I'm going to say this. You know, it's like, all right, I'm walking around. I think my body belongs to me. And they're like, no, it also belongs to this asshole whenever he wants to inflict pain on it. Yeah, that's fine. Yes. You want to you want to kill I me? No, listen. You want to kill me? You want to kill me? I promise you that God himself will look at me and be like, "No, that guy's staying dead." Like there's not going to be any miracle surprises <laughs> going his way. This asshole <laughs> can take his Don't say that. This sarcastic piece of shit can take his jolly ass straight to hell. I was not I'm there that evening. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I, I know. would have brokered. I know. No, I'm I'm being an asshole right now. But you know, at the time, this you... is what was stirring around. In no, me. I understand. A, yeah. I mean, that's a shitty feeling to be like, like, in the words of Hancock, Will Smith, Hancock. <laughs> yeah, not the real one. I'm. I know I'm an asshole, but nobody. Yeah, you know that's a yeah. that's, that's exactly what he says at the dinner table. Yeah. And that's a powerful, I, I replay that sometimes and still think, man, if I was drinking, I'd be doing shots to this. Yeah, me and Will Smith have a lot in common. I know. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> thank you so much, Topher, for Dude, coming out for the thank podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Go for Topher M. Uh, yeah, go, you know, if you know how to spell go, and then it's the number four, and then it's Topher if you know how to spell Topher, and then it's the letter M. All right, and it's a PH, not an F in there for Topher. Yeah. Yeah, PH. Well, thank you so much for coming on, buddy. This was a lot of fun. I'm glad we got I, this done. I had a great time. Thanks for having me. Of course. Um, subscribe, rate, and review to the podcast, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, you know all my stuff. At Brennan T. Comedy on all social media. Check out the website, BrennanTComedy.com, for upcoming dates. Like I said, tell your friends. Subscribe, rate, and review. Shoot me an email if there's anything specific you want to talk about or have on. I'm just rambling now. Um, <laughs> yeah, man, it's your it, hey, it's it's your castle. Do whatever. Yeah, that's true. It is. It is my podcast. Anyway, thank you everybody <laughs> so much for listening. Uh, we will talk to you all again next week. 